Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome to another UFC podcast. I just smoked my hand on the wall because I was so excited to start. Um, this episode is UFC 280 Oliveira versus Mak- Makashev, uh, the preview, or at least my preview for it. Um, See, so yeah, we're going to go over the main card, the prelim fights, um, my picks on the main card, and my best bets for the entirety of the card. So, uh, yeah, we'll just get right into it. The main card fights on UFC 280, Oliveira versus Makashev, obviously the main event. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makashev for the lightweight championship. Both fighters come into this fight 5-0 in their last five fights, each with four finishes and one unanimous decision victory to their names. Both fighters are the same height. Oliveira has a three and a half inch reach advantage over Makashev. Many people are considering this the closest thing to Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov that we will get to see in this generation. The next fight on the card, we have Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw for the Bantamweight Championship. Aljamain Sterling is 5-0 and in his last five fights. TJ is 4-1, and having lost to Henry Cejudo in his attempt to drop down to flyway and become the double champ. TJ did have to sit out two years due to a suspension for EPO, a performance-enhancing drug, but came back to defeat Corey Sandhagen via split decision to earn his title shot. Next fight on the card, we have Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley in the bantamweight division. This is my favorite matchup on the card by far. Piotr Jan, the former bantamweight champion, taking on Superstar. Superstar. Wow, I just blended Superstar and Sean. All right, takes on Superstar Sugar Sean O'Malley. O'Malley is four inches taller and has a five-inch reach advantage in this fight. Both fighters are listed as strikers. Giannis 3-2 in his last five fights, one of those losses being the infamous knee to Aljamain Sterling's head. Um, while O'Malley is 3-1-1, one, one, the no contest being the eye poke with Pedro Munoz. You, you know how I felt about that fight. Um, you can't argue that O'Malley has fought lesser competition than Jan has, but he's had highlight reel stops in all of his wins, where Jan is just settled with beating people senseless. I think this fight will come down to who can withstand the most punishment and wear it the best. Jan takes a round or two to kick in, but when he's on, he's deadly. The next card, next fight on the card, goodness me, is Benil Dariush versus Matthias Gamro, if I'm saying that right, if not, oops, in the lightweight division. Dariush is 5-0 in his last five fights with wins over Tony Ferguson and Diego Fajeda most recently. Uh, Gamro being 4-1 in his last five fights, only Jeremy Stevens and Diego Fajeda of note on his record as wins. In their fights with the same opponent in Diego Fajeda, Gamro won via second round KO and Dariush won via split decision. Dariush is listed as a striker while Gamro is listed as a wrestler. These two are the same height with Dariush having an inch and a half reach advantage. Both fighters average multiple ter- takedowns per fight, but just under 35% accuracy on the takedowns, meaning this will likely either be a clinch on the fence fight or straight up striking match. The final fight on the main card, the first fight that you will see when it kicks off, is Caitlin Shukagian versus Manon Fierro in the women's flyweight division. Shukagian is 4-1 in her last five fights, the lone loss being to Jessica Andrade via first round KO back in 2020. 
Fierro is 5-0 in her last five fights, only four fights into the UFC after winning the UAE Warriors title before entering the promotion. Chukagan has a granite chin and usually wears on an opponent by just simply not giving up where others would. Um, Fierro's record shows she is a karate fighter versus Chukagian's boxing. Um, Firo has KOs and decision victories in her recent record. Chukagan is two inches taller and has a three-inch advantage in reach. Firo does land almost two significant strikes per minute more than Chukagan, while also getting a full takedown more on average at a 50% clip. The prelim fights. Um, the featured prelim is Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady in the welterweight division. Muhammad is 4-0-1 coming into this fight, the no contest coming via eye poke against Leon Edwards, and Brady comes in 5-0 in his last five fights. Uh, Muhammad is listed as a striker, while Brady is listed as a Brazilian, Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Muhammad is an inch taller, and there's no advantage in reach. Both fighters average multiple takedowns per fight, and Brady has nearly 36% better accuracy on his attempts than Muhammad. Muhammad's the kind of guy to want to grind you up against the fence. He's been training with Habib um, for this camp, so can only imagine how uh, his fighting style is going to mirror what Islam Makashev will be doing in the main event with Charles Oliveira, seeing as Sean Brady is also a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter, just like Charles Oliveira happens to be. Uh, the next fight on the card, Mahmoud Muradov versus Caio Baralio in the middleweight division. Then another matchup I'm looking forward to. Uh, we have Volkan Uzdemir versus Nikita Krylov in the light heavyweight division. Uzdemir is coming in with a 3-2 record in his last, last five fights with the losses to Magomed and Kalaev and Yuri Prohaska, while Krylov comes in 2-3 with losses to Paul Craig, Magomed and Kalaev as well, and Glover Teixeira. Teixeira, goodness me. Uzdemir has seemed to me lately to have a weak chin, and Krylov's last fight was a KO victory over Alexander Gustafsson. Although Uzdemir is listed as a striker and Krylov as a Brazil, I almost just said Brazilian again, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighter. Krylov is one inch taller and has a two and a half inch reach advantage, which is huge for a grappler. Uh, Krylov gets roughly a takedown and a half per fight at a 36% clip while landing the same amount of significant strikes per minute as Vulcan Uzdemir. Next fight up. These are a whole bunch of names I already know I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Zubera Tukagov, Tukogov versus Lucas Almeida in the featherweight division. Then we have Magomed Mustafaev versus Yama, Yamatao, Yamato Nishikawa in the lightweight division. And then we have Abu Bakr Numagomedov versus Gaji Omar Gordesiev, that name, in the welterweight division. Um... Next, we have Muhammad Mokayev versus Malcolm Gordon in the flyweight division. Um, Armin Petrosian versus AJ Dobson in the middleweight division. And the very first fight to kick off the night is Carol Rosa versus Lena Landsberg in the women's bantamweight division. All right, well, <laughs> now that we've struggled through everybody's names, let's go back to the main card and I will give you my picks. And I will even give you the betting odds courtesy of FanDuel Sportsbook. Um... And then we'll get into my best bets, and that'll, that'll be uh, the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, here we go. First, the main event, Charles Oliveira is a plus-138 underdog versus Islam Makashev, a minus-164 favorite. The champ without a belt takes on the last champ's prodigy. 
this matchup, like I said earlier, is the closest thing we'll get to Tony versus Habib in this generation. I'm really perplexed as to why Oliveira is the underdog in this matchup. The striking is cleaner, which Joe Rogan often notes in the commentary. And Oliveira prefers to be on his back while looking for submissions, which is what will happen if Makashev goes for takedowns. Um, Oliveira, in my eyes, gives strikers the false sense of rocking him, most notably in the Justin Gaethje fight where Gaethje never really seemed to land anything on the chin or that even really wobbled Oliveira when he returned to his feet. But he nevertheless went down and acted hurt to try to uh, engage in some grappling on the ground. I think Oliveira is going to win this fight by finish and gets his belt back after never losing it in a fight. Um, I just I, I think back to uh, Islam Makashev tweeting out his plan for this fight and I just can't see it happening. He said something along the lines of uh, learn everything in round one, um, start taking it to him in round two, drag him into deep water in three and finish him in four. And I I just, I can't imagine that because I feel like Dustin Poirier probably thought the same and Justin Gaethje probably thought the same and Michael Chandler probably thought the same and every single one of them fell um, before our own eyes. So I just, I think Charles Oliveira has what it takes to win any kind of fight that he gets stuck in. So yeah, I think Oliveira wins that fight by finish, but I don't know if it'll be a strike or a submission. Next fight, we have Aljamain Sterling, the minus 164 favorite, versus TJ Dillashaw, the plus 138 underdog. I have the same feeling in this fight as I do for the last one. I'm confused by the lines. Dillashaw just came back from suspension for EPO and defeated Corey Sandhagen via split decision. TJ is a fantastic striker with a wrestling background. Sterling is one to try to grapple, but is more in the jiu-jitsu area. If Dillashaw can stuff the takedowns or keep Sterling outside of range to shoot for them at all, uh, Dillashaw has the edge in striking in my eyes, especially seeing his track record of um, fights and Sterling's against strikers. See, like Marlon Marais knocking him out and Piotr Jan rocking him in both fights at different times. I just like TJ Dillashaw in this matchup. I really think he's going to win it by KO or TKO. Maybe later on in the fight if Sterling has some early success or if he takes a while to warm up himself. I remember in the Piotr Jan... Aljamain Sterling rematch fight, uh, Sterling took it to Jan early in the fight, and then it got closer as the fight went on, because Jan started stuffing takedowns and fighting back on the ground, so maybe the same thing happens here, but I think uh, Dillashaw will be more adept to take the fight to him. Uh, then we have, speaking of the devil, Piotr Jan, 300, minus 300 betting favorite versus Sean O'Malley, plus 245 underdog. This fight, in my mind, is only going to go one of two ways, okay? Either A, Sean O'Malley comes out guns blazing and knocks Piotr Jan out early in a stunner, or B, Piotr Jan will withstand the early storm and figure out when and how to attack Sugar Sean and derail this hype train before calling out Aljamain Sterling for a rematch. Either way, I don't see this fight needing scorecards. I'm just going to go with, um, yeah, not to go to decision, basically, in this fight. Uh, and then we got Benil Dariush, plus 158 underdog versus Matthias Gamro. I, I feel bad if I'm saying the name wrong, but I just don't know it. Um, my, he's a minus 188 betting favorite. I'll be honest, uh, I don't know near as much about Gamro as I do Dariush, um, at least until I looked into their recent resumes. And I'll make it short and sweet. The winner of this fight will be the one who can defend takedowns and cause the most damage in clinch positions. I think it's either going to be a striking matchup. Um with two grapplers fighting each other to either come down to striking or it'll be who uh, can deal the damage in clinches since neither of them is going to give up takedowns very easily. 
the last fight on the main card. I have Caitlin Shukagan plus 158 underdog versus Manon Firo minus 188 betting favorite. They really didn't do a very good job splitting these lines up. The first two and the final two <laughs> had the same lines um, exactly, but I can't get past watching Shukagian get smashed in the face fight after fight and never going down. I think Firo will win the fight, but I think Shukagian will 100% make her work for it and won't go down without a hard and clean shot on the button. Uh, and then we're going to do my two best bets and one to take at your own risk because I didn't really like anything on this card. Um, Charles Oliveira plus 138 to win. I really don't see it going any other way, and that's not a knock on Makashev. I just don't see a wrestler being the one to knock Oliveira off the top of the mountain in the lightweight division. Um, Oliveira wants to be in positions that Makashev will put him in, for the most part, and I don't think he misses any chances to finish this fight if there's any opportunities for the taking. I don't know if that'll be striking or grappling, so I'm just going to say him to win because that's already plus money. Nikita Krylov to win. Uh, minus 178. Another case of I can't unsee it is Uzdemir either being rocked or put out cold in most of his recent fights. Uh, Krylov has decent power, but more worrisome is he has the ground game to finish a fight if he hurts Uzdemir on the feet. My take at your own risk pick is Sugar Sean O'Malley to win plus 245. If you're on the Sugar Sean hype train, I don't know how you don't take this number. It's the first time he's been an underdog in the UFC. Um, if you think you can finish it early, you have to take it, but I mean, at your own risk, cause I'm not, I'm not probably going to ride that one. That one's a little too sketchy for me, but I know this was kind of short, but that's all the information I got. So, um, I'll talk to you guys at the recap later. Um, talk to you next time. Bye-bye.